<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 348, Snot Girl, volume 1, Green Hair, Don't Care, by Brian Lee O'Malley and Leslie Hung. My name is Eric. And I am Jason. Hello, Jason. What's up, buddy? Not much. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. I've got a belly full of hothead burrito. Yeah. It's unfortunate. <laughs> For some reason, it was tasty. I think it was the Doritos because I hate their chips. Yeah. Their chips are the worst. It's like the cheapest, saltiest oh, crap. It's so salty. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I went across the street to Dots Market and got some nacho cheese Doritos yeah. and just scooped that burrito bowl into my b- mouth that way. <laughs> it's, you know, it was pretty white trash, but yeah. it did the trick. Uh, I'll, what I'll do occasionally is I'll get a uh, burrito bowl from there because uh, their uh, food has no flavor. And uh, I will get a bag of Doritos, uh, nacho cheese, or, or some spicy type. Oh, yeah. For a while, they, they had uh, done the the taco-flavored uh, Doritos. That would, that would have been perfect. And uh, I crush those fuckers up, and I pour them on oh, top. Oh, yeah. I like a crunch. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I will, uh... I'm poor. Mm, sure. Uh, I also drive a lot, so I spend a lot of money on gas. So I have speedy rewards at the Speedway gas stations mm-hmm. all across this fine nation of ours. And uh, often use them to buy a free cheeseburger from there for lunch sure. when I'm uh, low on funds. And what I like to do, because they are gas station cheeseburgers, I will buy a bag of Doritos and I will load <laughs> that burger up with Doritos. Oh, nice. And eat it like that. That and sounds it good. It is uh, delicious. If I eat burgers, I might try that. Yeah. I might try it on a veggie burger. You might? Maybe. I mean, yeah. it sounds good. Not bad. Yeah. It is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly goes well with uh, Cool Ranch as well. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a very fashionable lunch. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about lunch. Talking about a comic book. Comic books yeah. called Snot Girls. Yeah, well, Snot Girl. Well, I mean, each individual issue would be a Snot Girl. Well, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Of which there are five collected so, in a trade yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say this uh, no matter what my uh, impending review of this comic is, uh, the best thing about this trade is the texture of the cover. It is nice, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, all of the. All the all the writing on the cover is like it looks like like some sort of fancy makeup case writing. Like it has that kind of shiny, glittery look yeah, to it. Yeah, it's a little glittery. Yeah, it's got like a but it's got a nice texture to it. It does. Yeah, I'm I'm a very tactile guy. Uh-huh. And and this uh, like literally, I could I'm probably just gonna rub this cover mm-hmm. for the rest of the show. I'm sure that that sounds is great for the listener. I don't know if it even shows up, but. But yeah, well, let's let's isolate it. Oh, okay. No, not really. Eh. But <laughs> but it does have a nice touch to it. Yes, it does. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the reason I guess for that, like, if I'm guessing a lot of people might not be familiar with this because this is not like, a, I mean, it's Image, but it's not right. like one of their huge books. No. Um, but Snot Girl, um, is, um, what's her name, Lottie? 
Lottie Person. Lottie Person. Yeah. Is she related to Bird Person or Phoenix Person? <laughs> but she's a she's a fashion blogger. Yeah. And she has her own line of fashion. So that's why this cover like is mimicking like fashionable glittery things. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, yeah, the cover is kind of like like the art is, is sort of laid out as if it were uh a fashion magazine. A fashion magazine. I think even the individual covers mm-hmm. uh, are as well. I uh, I only have the trade, so so this is uh, all I know. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the covers look very reminiscent of fashion, right? I mean, uh, but with and, the, with a comic book twist. Yeah, uh, and and they are relatively simple. Uh, you know, it's not like they're they're cluttered with uh, words like most fashion magazines are, mm-hmm. but but uh, you know, it's, it's it's a very stripped down thing, and then uh, also with the the scheduling of the book, uh, uh, the issues uh, on the cover mentioned it's the the fall winter edition, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, much like a fashion magazine, I would imagine. Yeah. I've never really, yeah, I've seen them. I guess I never. My mom. My my mom, my mom, <laughs> my mom owned a hair salon, so, right. so I, you saw some. I, I saw a lot of fashion magazines growing up. Uh, but uh, yeah, snot girl, snot girl. So this is a a very strange comic. Yes, it is. It's dare I say, unlike any comic I've ever read before. <laughs> I would. Say that is fair. Yeah, yeah, that is totally fair to say that. Um, not entirely sure what I thought of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved it. Okay, I, I read each issue as they came out individually. I borrowed them. The only reason I even see this is one of those things where, like, sometimes something weird happens in the universe, and it just puts you in, on a direction that you wouldn't have been on before. Sure. Um, as happens most every week at at Mavericks, when we get a shipment of comics in, um, we get some damaged because Diamond packs things so terribly. Yeah. Um, they're not good. They're not great. Jobs. No, they're yeah. not. Well, you know, the competition's worse, though. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so the first issue of Snot Girl came in, a couple of them were damaged. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll take one of these home and read it and then destroy it as you're supposed to do. Right. And so, um, I took it home and read it, and I was surprised at how much I liked it. Yeah. Because I'd never read anything by Brian Lee O'Malley. I'd seen the Scott Pilgrim movie. He's Sure. For those of you who don't know, he's the writer of this book, and he wrote Scott Pilgrim. Andrew Scott Pilgrim. Andrew Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Um, so I read the first issue, and I was, like, enamored with it. I was like, this is so not what I thought it was going to be. Right. Like, like, on the preview thing in Image Plus, it looked like maybe a horror comic. Really? Like, like it, it was this cover... Um, I know the listener can't see this, but it looks kind of horrific. Like she's standing there with a cigarette hanging over her mouth and snot dripping off her chin and her yeah, eye. Yeah. She looks like has a black eye and blood on her shirt. Right. And I was like, oh, this might be like some horrific thing. Right. You know? But it is not that at all. No, yeah, I mean, that is a very uh, misleading image. Yeah. It also almost looks like Tim Sale drew it. Yeah, it kind of does. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so Brian Lee O'Malley... Uh, I read Scott Pilgrim uh, when the movie came out. Uh, like, I had no interest in it, I guess, right. as it was coming out. And uh, 
like my only interest in Scott Pilgrim the movie was that Edgar Wright directed it because mm-hmm. I love Edgar Wright. Oh, he's great. Uh, he's one of the Wright brothers, right? Yeah. He's, he's, he's the first flyer or the. Uh, he was the guy that watched. The guy on the ground, yeah. yeah. But it's because he has a good eye for, for direction. He was sitting there. He was drawing the plane, probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Uh, He's old as fuck. Yeah. He's still doing comics. Yep. Wow. No, Edgar Wright is not. Oh, he's not doing comics anymore? Edgar Wright never did comics. He oh. is a movie director. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I thought he was one of the Wright, Wright brothers. So this is not Edgar Wright. Brian Lee O'Malley is a different man. Than that right? Yes. It's not like a Hollywood pseudonym. Nope. Okay, like nope. Cher. Or yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Brian Lee O'Malley did not uh, take on a different name and then direct <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> and then spin that off into Scott Pilgrim. I'm drunk and tired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. So, so like, yeah, the only reason I even was interested in Scott Pilgrim the movie is because of Edgar Wright. Uh, but even then, my interest was just like, yeah, you know. Uh, but but our friend uh, Joe G uh, had free passes to it. Oh, nice! Uh, when it first opened, and asked if I wanted to go, and I said, of course, I like free movies. And holy shit, did I love that movie! And the next day, I went on to Amazon, and they had every volume of Scott Pilgrim for like a dollar. Oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> So I bought it and absolutely fell in love with that book, like completely, like like from page one to like the last page of the last volume. I, I've seen you play in the video game, even. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've uh, I've never read it. Never yeah. read it. Yeah. Highly recommend. I thought the movie was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I've never read it. Uh, however, because because of my interest in Scott Pilgrim, I was like, well, you know, uh, what? I'll check out what else he's done. I know he did the uh, one book. Uh, Something by Tooth by Sea? Is that the book? Lost at Sea? Lost. Uh, I don't know. One of us has a smartphone. Could look it up. (laughs) His other book. Yeah, his other book. And I hated it. Absolutely hated it. I think it was pre-Scott Pilgrim. Okay. And then, uh, for whatever reason, I just never checked out his uh, other book that came out a couple years ago. Hmm. uh, Post-Scott Pilgrim. Uh, and And then this happened. Uh, snot girl and uh every issue that came out and when i would go into mavericks it would have the uh jason young pick of the week uh, oh yeah label underneath yeah. it for the most part <laughs> like maybe there was like a rare week when like black hammer came out at the same time <laughs> right for squirrel girl right yeah well Derek always gets Squirrel Girl. i've noticed sidebar um i don't know if something's changed but most of the comics i read have the word girl in the title Huh. Paper Girls, Snot Girl, Squirrel Girl. I feel like there's even another Black one. Black Hammer Girl. Black Hammer Girl. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is Bat it. Girl? No, I don't read Bat Girl. Super Girl? No. I know you're a big fan of the TV show. <laughs> I've never. I saw the pilot, but, uh, but you yeah, know, no, maybe it's just those three, but, but I only read like six monthly comics. So that's 50% of the books I read have the word girl in the title. Right. So it's kind of. <laughs> that, that is a little weird. That is odd, right? I, I read most of those same books. Mm-hmm. I read all those same yeah. books. Yeah. Just uh, some of them in trade form, mm-hmm. like paper books. Right. Um, yeah, so so I, I wasn't too sure about this, but uh, you know, Image, they, they, they do uh, a neat thing with their first trades. They're, is, they're, they're 10 bucks. Cheap. Yeah, 10 bucks. 
Which um, uh, Vertigo used to do as well. Yeah. I'm not sure if they still do or not. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't believe so. Uh, but, but, you know, it makes it... And then, you know, uh, every good comic store should have a discount. Yeah. And uh, so you get a little cheaper than the 10 bucks in uh, you know, my uh, online shop that I buy it. You know, I think I got this for like five bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah that's what we got it for. Yeah. And it's like, how can you pass that up? Yeah. If, if you're remotely interested in a thing and it's four or five issues it, being collected for five bucks. Right. You know, it's, cheaper than a, it's cheaper than a sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Sometimes. And then, and then that sandwich gets fucked up. Yeah. That happens <laughs> apparently a lot. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So the trade, I think came out like last month sometime. I believe so. I yeah. Like about a month ago. This was a recent addition into my house. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, so, so we both read it. We both read it. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, I mean, ostensibly it's about a girl who's a fashion blogger. Yeah. Um, but there's all kinds of weird characters and strange things happen. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it seems to be a sort of meditation on how we are affected and addicted possibly to not only technology, but, um, medications. Cause a, l- a large part of this plays r- around with her being on medications for her severe allergies. Yes. Like they don't call her snot girl. Just as a nickname, it's, she has violent snot protrusions from her face at different times. Um, And also, uh, a lot of it is is sort of a, uh, you know, a reflection on uh, how we are perceived in the public eye, especially with social media. Oh, yeah. and, And how we perceive ourselves or how we want to be perceived. Right. And now it's not always exactly true. Right. Uh, and yeah, like, like, um, uh, th- there's a, a very specific incident that happens uh, in the, the last issue of this, uh, volume, uh, where, you know, a thing happens. We as the reader see the thing happen, but then, like, you, you read the, uh, audience or the crowd reaction to, to what is happening and they've seen a completely different Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's all about, like, it centers around Lottie. Is her name? Lottie? Yeah. Lottie. And she, uh. Lottie Person. Lottie Person. Is she related to Bird Person? Phoenix, Phoenix Person. Phoenix Person. But, but yeah, basically she seems like a terrible person and it's hard to do a comic where the central character is someone that you just don't like. Yeah. But she's going through some crazy stuff and, you know, so you, you end up kind of rooting for her a little bit. I don't. I did a little bit, but I mean, I say a little bit because like she seems very unlikable. Yeah. Like I would not be friends with this person and I don't know that I really want to know her story, but it's more, uh, it's not as much about her and her story as, you know, like how is society affecting this person? It's more like a horror show of, of society as like the, the monster and her as like, you know, the unfortunate aftermath. Right. Uh, I mean, I think that's kind of where I fall on this book as to why I can't figure out my opinion on it yet. Right. It's because she is wholly unlikable. Oh, yeah. I, and, and, but like in the first issue, I felt like I, I did like her a little bit. Like, like, you know, she, she was just sympathetic enough 
and had just enough, you know, relatability, relatability and humanity to her. Uh, but then, uh, in subsequent issues, uh, like it's almost as if like they completely changed her character, like from issue two on, uh, where she was just a lot more vapid. I think she seemed vapid from the start to I me. I mean, she was vapid, but, but it was, it was amped up. It was amped up and, and, uh, cause, cause it's weird. Like I noticed this on the back, like a lot of image books now, they like have sort of, uh, categories that they, they put their books <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. Right. And, uh, it's got like six of them. Uh, yeah. It's uh, contemporary fantasy, romance, fashion, comedy, anxiety, INFP. What's INFP? It is the uh, it is a uh, Briggs Myers uh, scale of, of personality. Oh, okay. Uh, for instance, I am uh, INTP. Uh, that means is, uh, really into toilet paper. I well, who isn't? I neglect. I, <laughs> I no neglect toilet, paper. toilet paper. I don't know. Uh, no, uh, it, it means uh, introversion. Uh, uh, basically, I'm. I'm basically super introverted uh, okay. introverted and, and so that's what INF, uh, infp is is a form of, of someone who is an introvert and some other personality things that i can never remember right yeah, yeah. i i wasn't sure what that was in reference to on the yeah. back but yeah she's and, and so like a lot of that like sort of basically crazy mental illness, you know, depression, anxiety stuff comes through in the first issue a lot. Yeah. And, and does make her relatable to me, at least. And, like, you know, just, like, there's a scene where, like, basically her friends ditch her, like, for their scheduled lunch. Right. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I've been there. There was one scene, too, I guess it was towards the end, where she's, like, basically reaching out and empathizing with a character who's having a bad problem. Yeah. And, like, that is, like, it's not girl's most... Um, you know, like likable right. moment in the book. Yeah. Um, but she's usually not like that. No. Yeah. And, and yeah, from that point on, you know, she, you know, from, from the end of that first issue, I think like almost towards the end of the book, like she is just, yeah, she's just a, a vacant, she, she shallow, is. horrible person. But I think that's what I do like about her is the thing I do like about her is She's so caught up in all this stuff and she doesn't, you can tell she doesn't quite understand it, especially, you know, how she's supposed to be perceived and what's important. And, you know, that's the thing I can kind of relate to is, is she seems so caught up in, um, this confusing society that we have. And I can relate to that. Like, I, I don't, you know, have the same goals or issues that she does, but, no, yeah. but I do kind of empathize. Are you sure? I mean, I've seen your fashion blog. <laughs> You've seen my fashion blog? Yeah. dot com. <laughs> it's called, yeah, wear beware. <laughs> <laughs> but she, like, she is like, you know, I, I do see that sort of element in this world that I live in is, you know, I, I'm like freaked out by, by all the social media stuff and all, all the things that she's wrapped up in, but she's also freaked out about. I'm right. not wrapped up in, but I'm freaked out about. So right. I can, I can sort of see that. Uh, w- as I was, uh, wrapping up reading this book, my thoughts kind of turned to the private eye a little bit. Yeah. I totally, yeah. totally saw that too. 
Because it's, yeah, I mean, it doesn't say when this is set. It seems like our time. I would say it's our time. I think, uh, yeah, because uh, the very last issue is on New Year's Eve 2017. Oh, that's right. It is. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, but yeah, it, it, but it is like the you know, same kind of deal. Like, you know, who, who are we and right. our privacy and our, you know, what we think is important. And, right. And, uh, yeah, Lottie uh, gives everybody she knows nicknames because she can't keep them straight without it. Yeah, you know, right. So basically... Everybody like has a secret identity. Yeah. yeah or, or, a, or a guy's. Right, yeah. And, and her friends also seem like not great people. No, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the characters in this book are really interesting. Like, and they, it all... It kind of reminds me of, like, Jim and the Holograms, the cartoon show. I got that vibe, too. Yeah. yeah. But, like, a kind of slightly like a manga version. of Jim and the Holograms. <laughs> like a catty, weird version. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what nationality Leslie Hung is. I'm guessing Asian. But There's a picture of her in the back. Oh, is there? A, it's oh, not the one of a rabbit? Was, I thought there was. There's one that's a drawing of a rabbit, but yeah. I, I don't think that's really what yeah, okay. she looks like. I was uh, looking at the single issues earlier. And, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a picture of her in the uh, last issue. But uh, uh, Yes, uh, she and Brian Lee O'Malley are both Asian. Oh, really? Oh, I thought Brian Lee O'Malley was like Irish or something. He's Canadian. Oh. So they're all fucking weird. It's a melting pot up there. <laughs> <laughs> They've embraced diversity. What? Why? <laughs> Is it cheaper than building a wall? <laughs> Can't be. No. Uh, but, like, it definitely has, it reminds me a lot of the look of manga, but, like, a slightly more stylized, not not the, like, house style or whatever that yeah. I think of when I think of manga, but it has a real manga influence. It definitely does. I got uh, kind of an Adam Warren vibe a couple of times. Okay. Like, yeah. not as, like, hyper cartoony as he Right. Is. But, like, uh, Adam Warren's been posting a lot of uh, life drawings that he's been doing lately, or, like, on Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, you can still tell that it's him drawing that stuff, but it is, like, realistic. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I'd like to see that. Yeah, it is, like, this super weird mash, mashup between, uh, like, really cartoony and really realistic. And Hmm. I think this... Leslie Hung's art kind of falls kind of like in the middle of that too. Uh, which I'm just going to go ahead and say she's great. Oh, yeah. If you're listening, Leslie, I think you did very well, Hung. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. It's very beautiful. And, uh, no, like seriously, not, not just like the way she draws characters, but there's so many cool layouts to this page where, yeah. where things just lead you from one, like there was one where there was this arm with a phone. I forget which page it was. I'm just kind of flipping through right now, but it, it was just really neat. Like the way your, your eyes were, were led around by the, from panel to panel. Right. I can't find it. Oh, well, but it's, it's really well designed. Sense of storytelling, like all the characters are distinct looking. Uh, like even, like even the guy characters are like look different. From yeah, each other. like you Sunny wish. and uh, the cop. I love the cop, the fashion cop. And then that's not like a fashion police type thing, but no, it yeah. is a fashion police thing. But sort of, he's yeah. a policeman and he's really into fashion. Right. <laughs> like <I said. laughs> his name is John Cho, the actor who plays Sulu in the new Star Trek. Oh, movie. is that him? Yeah. Because they kept saying, like, not the famous actor. Yeah, yeah. But, 
it. I didn't know who that was. That is John Cho. And because I'm a totally blatant racist, uh, I really thought, isn't that the name of uh, the character from Chew? No. It's not. Tony Chew. Tony Chew. Yeah. Is that <laughs> uh, one of the letters is the same. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the letters. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and one thing they never bring up in this book is her her long hair is green. Yep. And no one ever mentions it. No. Nope. It's, it's like snot green. Yeah. Like, like fluorescent slime snot green. It's uh, it's like Doc Sampson from... Uh, yeah, from it is. I love that guy's hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, nobody ever mentions it. Uh, and obviously, you know, it's a take on the old uh, joke, I think, of the, you know, uh, you know, oh, like, you know, like, you know uh, how did you get uh, such beautiful hair? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny... Although the, they do show a picture of her from 2011 where her hair is brown. Brown, that's right, yeah. Because she's got this kind of copycat girl who like dresses like she used to and right, wear, yeah, wears yeah. her hair like she used to. So. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of like things because, you know, she ends up like the start of the book is kind of her, um, getting a new prescription. Yeah. And so, um, all through the book, you know, she's taking her new pills and like, a couple of times she's not sure if she took one, she takes another one. Right. And so she's kind of in this constant state of, you know, she's not sure what's really happening or what's real. And so thereby we as a reader aren't sure if certain characters are actually there or, yeah. or whatever. And it's really Specifically interesting. one character. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, that's it's kind of a something fight. I really want to spoil. Right. Here, but, yeah. Like, I, I wonder that I'm like, like, it doesn't tell you. So we can, we can theorize here. Sure. Um, like, it almost sometimes seems like it's a fight club type of thing. At the occasion, yeah. But then uh, sometimes it doesn't either because like, like, people mention that character. That people, well, people mention her and then people also interact. Well, not really interact with her, but acknowledge I, her presence. That's that's what I can't remember is if anyone actually specifically mentions like being in the same room with her right. or if they just mention like her fashion blog or something. Right. So like I don't know if she's real or not. Well, uh, there's the scene where, uh, when they're at the, the engagement party mm-hmm. and, and the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the guy who, who is getting engaged, uh, keeps hitting on Ash- Ashley, Ashley. Yeah. And, uh, like she and, and, uh, this, this character who may or may not oh, be real, yeah, like stumble right. upon him in the bathroom and he acknowledges that's true. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But he could have been referencing something else and it could have been like three's company type of confusion. Sure. Moment. Sure. And also, uh, but then like to go back to, you know, not being sure of what is happening. Yeah. The very last page of this book. It's kind of a cliffhanger. Is, it is the cliffhanger and it is done in a way that, we are not sure. What yeah. Happened yeah, exactly. But, but not in a like, well, that's a confusing mess kind of way, but in a, that, confusing. It, it's a brilliantly done page. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think anybody else could have done that that way. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, we're, we're trying not to spoil it. Right, so yeah. sorry if we're being ambiguous, Vague, but, but, yeah. but it is the last moment of the book. So. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this, like, I, I don't know Leslie Hung. I've, I've never seen her work before this. 
Like, I've never heard of her before this. Maybe she doesn't exist. It's very possible. It could be she. Brantley O'Malley. Maybe. Brantley O'Malley's uh, imagination. Yeah, how he's, you know, Edgar Wright when he makes movies and he's Um, he's Leslie Hung when he draws Colin. Because, you know, I mean, there's a sketch section in the back and, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell which sketches were done by him and which were done by her. Yeah, see. I'm telling you. No, like, like, so yeah. If I've never read her work before, I, I don't know a thing about her. But uh, just her skill to be able to pull off things like that. Yeah, I mean, she clearly, whatever she's been doing, she has been doing it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's great. Which unfortunately all adds up to me still not being sure whether I like this book. Wow, that's that's hot, isn't it? It is so weird. It's such a strange, strange unique, unique. Yeah, yeah. and it's like the things that get focused on more in this book are things that I find myself not caring about, but then like occasionally, like you know, it comes into play to mean something. Exactly. Yeah, Uh, like it has that kind of manga-ish feel where there seems like just random crazy cutesy things that don't make any sense right but then a lot of it comes into play later yeah uh and uh i'm also gonna go ahead and say this uh cliffhanger ending did not care for it oh really i don't like a cliffhanger ending well i do when i'm buying a book month of the month yeah but when i'm buying a trade paperback <laughs> yeah better have some fucking uh conclusion to it right like, like, I mean, you know, lead into the next trade paperback, but uh, I like a little closure. Right. Not just, uh, you know, opening more mysteries. I, I didn't mind it. And, and I will say this, too. I read, this is one of the very few books that I've read twice, you know? Like, I usually don't read books twice unless it's been years. And I read this monthly as it came out, and then I read the entire thing this morning. Right. And, uh, or yesterday morning. No, this, it was this morning. And I, I will say... I liked it a lot better reading it in one big chunk, yeah. and I liked it before. Right. But yeah, reading it as a big chunk, I think works a lot better. I mean, I don't know. I just uh, like I had this problem with uh, I think revival. Like I read the, the issues that were you know, supposed to be comprised of the first trade, and like it just it didn't end. Oh yeah. And I was like, come on, you know, for for ten bucks, give me at least. Something. Something, yeah. Like, I, I like when there is kind of an ending and you're like, oh, okay, and then you turn the page and there's another kind of twist. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But at least you have that closure from exactly, the other right. stuff. And, and there wasn't that. This, yeah. Was I don't know. It almost seems kind of that way, though, because, like I said, towards the end, she was maybe becoming a better person or whatever, and you're like, well, yeah, but, but then, yeah. like, it gave you this twist ending. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm impressed. I certainly did not dislike this book at all mm-hmm. uh, i'll say that you know uh, and i can totally see why why you're like it's hard to nail down because it's so it's so different right and and i haven't read a ton of manga so maybe it's influence is you know not as like if it is like like a lot of other mangas maybe it's not as unique as i'm perceiving it right. but for me as i'm mostly american and Canadian comics reader, it's uh, different right. than most things I've ever read. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the manga influence is definitely here in this book, but uh, I mean, it's still 
American slash Canadian enough. Mm-hmm. He is Canadian. Right. Uh, no idea if Leslie Hung is American or Canadian or not, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's got enough of the tropes of, of what we normally read, you know, that yeah. I don't think it, the manga part of it is not as overpowering. Yeah. It's like just a style. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which is nice because I, like some of the art in manga I, I find really impressive, but I, like, I don't, I just can't get into it. I don't know if it's like, I just don't get it or right. um, yeah. I do hate reading right to left. Fuck. Sure. I hate that so much. Yeah. I've got those uh, three volumes of the uh, Bat manga. Oh yeah, uh, the the Batman sixty six manga, and uh, it it's it's kind yeah. of chore. I don't want to learn to read like right to left. Yeah. Like like to me, it's not like hey, this is a a new exciting thing you should try. It's like no, no. I've I'm comfortable We're, doing this thing. I, mean, I don't want to listen to music with my asshole. Exactly. I want to listen to it with my ears. We're almost forty years old. We have been taught. Yeah. A certain way how to read. Right. And, uh, you know, fuck you, other cultures. <laughs> yeah, other cultures. Build that wall. Yeah. No, I just, I just mean like, it's. No, I get it. It yeah. takes me out of the experience because I'm constantly going, oh, I need to be reading this instead exactly. of, like, it doesn't flow. Yeah, yeah. It's just it more. It doesn't like, flow the way we're used to it flowing. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't flow without me re- consciously exactly. realizing yeah. I'm reading a comic book. I mean, it's work. Yeah. To, to think completely differently than you've been taught your entire life. And I like doing that in some respects of sure. life, but, yeah. but not while I'm relaxed and reading the comic exactly. book. Exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So thank you for making this correct. But yeah, but, but, uh, it's not girl. It's, it's, it's a beautiful comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's definitely got interesting things going on for sure. Uh, reasonably priced. Reasonably priced. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it's image, so you know your comic shop can sure. probably carry it. Yeah, Diamond still has them in stock. I literally ordered one today because we had. I realized we didn't have a copy. Nice. I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and. I I was I didn't just order this. I was making a trade order, and I was like, oh, we don't have Snot Girl, right. and it was in stock today. So sweet. So yeah, I mean, I I did not hate this like this. I did not hate it. Uh, I I just don't know if I liked it enough to continue on with it. But you know, we'll see. Yeah. So you you might say it's not your cup of tea. It's it's definitely it's not right up my alley. Right. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you know, on the other hand, you know, uh, I mean, six months ago, seven months ago, if someone would have said, "Hey, you're going to read a comic about fashion bloggers," <laughs> right? <laughs> You're like, what's Jason up to now? Let <laughs> alone me being the one to pick it. Yeah, that is. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, this doesn't seem like something that really either of us would be attracted to. Right. But it's so unique and interesting that yeah. it, it is worth reading for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely say that. It is worth reading. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe uh, find a cheap copy somewhere. Uh, maybe download the Hoopla app and uh, borrow it from a library. Wow. See? There you go. Uh, Might as well. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's fine. It's it's very interesting. It's got a lot of good ideas happening. I just don't think I was 
equally impressed with the execution of the arc of it. Okay, right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I can see that. I guess basically, maybe give me an issue six to to sort of wrap up a couple of What if there is, like, complete closure at the end of issue six? Uh, I'd be furious. Right? Because they should have put it in the tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I loved it. I highly recommend it. Right. Yeah. It's not girl. It's not girl, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Let's listen to some music. Yeah. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about coming up. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sacrifices. Oh no, oh no, I knew you'd let me go when the first word from your mouth was no. I stayed and played your game until you came around. Today is the day that you locked me out.
So what the hell have you been up to? Uh, not much. You? Um, comicking. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Making comics? Actually, a little, a little bit, but, yeah. yeah. I don't was... know what else you can mean. <laughs> well, comic conventioning. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I've been to at least two since we've... Yeah. Is it two? Yeah, yeah. two since we've talked. Yeah. And so have you. I've been to one. One, okay, yeah. that's right. Ha! I twice as many as you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Well, since uh, I haven't really talked to you since, uh, uh, why don't you tell me something about uh, that one you went to without me? Oh yeah, I went. I went to the Small Press Alternative Comic Expo in Columbus, which is known as Space. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What did I do there? Uh, sold some comics. Mm-hmm. Not a ton, but I, I sold some, and uh, bought some comics. Anything good? Actually, um, yeah, I, I didn't buy a new a, issue of Cumlong? No! That's only in Canada. Oh, okay. They don't let that into America. They build a wall. Good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wish there was a new Cumlong. That's all I can think about now. <laughs> um, no, I didn't buy a single comic the second day of space. Okay. Like I just sat there and drew and talked to people and what, whatnot. But the first day I, I did buy, you know, like a dozen things and, I, um, oddly enough, the thing I liked the most that I've bought was a book called Right on Time. Okay. And it was like a magazine sized silent comic completely done with colored pencils about a like cowboy and his adventures with his horse. And it was really interesting. Like it was kind of, kind of like Snot Girls and like something that I would not usually think of myself reading, but it was like so odd and interesting that it really stood out and i i I forget the names of the people that did it we are bad podcasters (laughs) google cowboy comic uh right on it's it's called right on time at least you remember yeah Um, but i mean it was like nobody i never heard of the the writer of it was there and and uh he had another guy no words (laughs) i know oh god that's like a (laughs) That is such a pet peeve of mine. Like, that happens, that's happened a few times over the years at Mavericks where someone, like, is flipping through a comment like, look, there's hardly any words. Like, why do they even give the writer any credit? And I'm just like, how do you think the artist knows what to draw? You know? (laughs) He told him what to put in the scene. You know, like, like the Nuff Said Month, did they think that was like a writer's strike at Marvel? (laughs) You know? Like that blows Except my for mind. Morrison because he cheated. Yeah, I know, right? Well, <laughs> spoiler alert! Right on time. There was there was a cheat on one of the last few panels. No. Yeah, but other than that, it was a silent comic. But the guy had he had one of his little portfolios on the table when it was opened, and it was all the original art from it. Yeah. Even though the artist wasn't there, at least he wasn't there when I went to the table. But um, I flipped through it. And I was like, man, this is amazing! Like, and I was like, there's no way that it's going to look this good in the printed comic because. Right. We all know what colored pencils, you know, it's like very difficult to scan and, yeah. but it looked exactly like it was amazing. Wow. Like, I, like it didn't look like I had lost anything. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was, it was really well done. So, um, yeah, maybe check it out if anyone ever sees it. Right on time. Yeah. Wish I could tell you who it was by or company wise. Yeah. Is it right 
R-I-G-H-T? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. But time is T-Y-M-E. Huh. Oddly enough. Weird. It's like a steak spice. No. No, it's no, it's it's for the it's with an I. It's like more day style. Yeah. But so yeah. Um so basically that was space for me is like we didn't really do anything. Matt was really sick the entire time, so um uh, Matt Brassfield. Okay. He went with me and, and, and Damien Brunk. Okay. And he was, yeah, Matt was sick the entire time, like from the moment we got in the car to leave till the moment we got in the car to go home or to, you know, to get home. He was sick. And so I'm not blaming it on him because I, I really am not like a partier. I didn't really right, care. Yeah. So we just hung out in the hotel room and, um, read comics and watched Bob's Burgers. It was, it was nice. Sounds great. To me. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, um, and then on the way home, uh, we passed through a tornado warning. Yeah, and well, that sounds like a party. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I was driving too, and then it was all of a sudden, like, the craziest rain where you can't see, like, more than a car length in front of you. Yeah. And we pulled off the side of the road and, um, like, just kind of hid in this, uh, parking lot of this abandoned gas station with a couple other cars that were parked there. But it was scary, like, the, uh, the tornado sirens were blasting and it was windy and rainy and dark and crazy. And, uh, our phones were all like telling us to take shelter immediately. Right. right? Cause I was, I was like, Oh, great. I'm going to die. Yeah. But that, that didn't happen yeah. down here. Really? Should have stayed in Dayton and oh. stayed safe. My friend Brian, John Mitchell and his wife, Chelsea were driving home. I know who Brian yeah, <laughs> they were driving and they, they saw the tornado. Yeah. Like, well, they were, he said it was pretty creepy. Yeah. Cause they were, they were heading like slightly different, like highway than we were, but it was like, they kind of were in the same area. So I kind of wished, I mean, like, I would love to have seen it as long as it was like way in the distance. Like, right. I'd, I'd love to see one, but way in the distance would well, be sure, great. Cause Twister is your favorite movie. It is one of my favorite movies <laughs> and one of my favorite songs, Chubby Checker. Um, but or is I just called it twist. I think it's just called it twist. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. You're thinking of his third iteration of that song. Yeah. Yeah. Let's twist again. Uh, and then Twister. Twister motherfucker yeah. was the third one. <laughs> it was and also the board game. <laughs> board game. I love that board game. All those colors. <laughs> so yeah, that was scary. And then but we made it home. We were all we all lived. So Well that's good. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. But what else has been happening, uh, comic wise? Well, uh, this past weekend, as in uh, just ended yesterday, yeah, was the Jim City Comic Con, mm-hmm. and we were both at that because we live here. Yeah, it's the biggest convention in our city. Well, yeah, yeah. It's not our area though, because mm. Cincinnati has bigger shows. Yeah, has bigger shows. But, sure. But uh, for Dayton, yeah. It's a, it's a decent sized show. It's about the biggest show I would be comfortable at. Like I went okay. to the one in Cincinnati in September, and there was definitely times where I was a little a little anxious because okay. of the crowd size. Well, you were also just there as a uh, a speculator, yeah, uh, or a spectator. And uh, here you you had uh, a booth or a table to to hide behind. Sure, yeah, and, and that definitely helps in any con it, experience. It does, yeah. It's like it's like a safety zone. Yeah. Like, yeah, whenever I've gone to a convention where I don't have a table or don't know anybody who has a table, like, I'm always, like, an hour and I'm done. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you at least need to like go to a panel and regroup it and come right, back. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Even last year when Joe G and I went to the Cincinnati Comic Con, which is not in Cincinnati or Ohio. Where would it be? Uh, and is it now, even a Comic Con? Huh? Is it a Comic Con or is it like a car wash? Well, right now it's not. It's <laughs> well, not that's, anything. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Because it no longer exists. Uh, uh, but yeah, like after like two, three hours, I was just like, okay, I'm done. But Joe like was getting uh, sketches done. And so like we had to wait around for that. Oh, sure. So yeah. like we, we, we left the building for a while and went out to lunch. And then when we came back, like he still wasn't done with the sketches. So like we just kind of sat somewhere for like an hour and a half. And, and that was fine. You know, just, just as long as like we were away from the crowds. Right. And, you know. Yeah, gave gave us a chance to, to breathe. I totally get that. Yeah, but yeah, so so you were busy pulling double duty. I was uh, even yeah. Saturday I worked at the Mavericks booth um, selling Pokemon and toys and whatnot, yeah. and maybe some comics. Yeah, we we sold the first appearance of Deadpool. That was, that was cool. a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sunday I worked at the Sparkle Comics table selling. What what store are they? Sparkle Comics. Yeah, it's where, a comic where, company. Store, it's maybe? a there's no store. Okay. It's a com. It's a company. Okay, so it's <laughs> we should call it that company. <laughs> but our uh, our third release, The Wolf Hunter, debuted at the Jim City Comic Con. That's a movie. I've seen that movie. It is a comic based on a movie. Okay. Yeah, is it as good as the movie? It's surprisingly better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but somehow it, it is. Yeah. Well, here you have uh, Matt Fraction and Terry Dotson working for you. They guys. are doing Adventure Man for us this yeah. summer. Uh, it's going to be really good. Sweet, sweet. Um, the first issue, number one, they did not work on, but they are doing the second number oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I hate when that happens. Though. Yeah, it's like the Squirrel Girl yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, we had to change creative teams. Um, because the whole Hoyt Potter thing wasn't working yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that was fun, and I I got some drawing done, um, and I got some shopping done. I snuck away several times, and see the way I heard it was that you were allowed to go on break. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the official. As yeah. if Matt Brashfield was your fucking manager or something. He, he is my. <laughs> He's my manager. Did he at any point say, you got time to lean, you got time to clean? <laughs> no. No. He doesn't He doesn't advocate cleaning. <laughs> he says, you ain't got time to lean and you ain't got time to clean. That's his. That's his. <laughs> you're either drawing or you're shopping for comics. Those are your two roles at Sparkle Comics. <laughs> so I found like 20 comics out of like quarter and dollar boxes that I'm going to... Um, that are potential bewildering uh, posts. Nice. So I mean, you've got like two years worth of stuff. For I've got. There. I've got closer to five years worth. <laughs> if I never bought another comic for the rest of my life, I could do that every month for yeah. about five years. Yeah. I still haven't checked out like the last two. Oh yeah, I just posted one on the first on a Saturday. Yeah. Like today is like the first day that I've been to uh, just buy or beware uh, proper. Oh yeah. Right. I, I'm, I'm basically only posting something once a month on both sites, so you're, you're probably fine yeah. doing that. I missed two posts. On oh, really? That, okay. So. Well, yeah, if anyone's out there, I, I think I plugged it once and I'll plug it one last time. Right. 
Um, you plug it all you want. Please visit my blog where I review random, weird, old, independent comics by people you've never heard of. Um, because I've never heard of them either. It's not like I know about them. Right. Um, it's called The Bewildering, and it's at thebewildering.blogspot.com. Right. I had... Uh... A friend of mine was in town a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember if that was before or after the last time we recorded or not, but uh, she was looking through boxes and I had explained the bewildering blog to her. Hmm. And so she kept finding things. I was like, do you think this would be good for him? <laughs> I'd be like, I'd rather just let him choose. <laughs> but like she picked one that I looked at and I was like, oh man, like it definitely looked like it, but, and, but it was sealed. So like I couldn't open it. Sure. But, Jerry Ordway had done the cover. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's, like, against your rule. Yeah. Is, you know, I can't know. Heard of, yeah, right? it has to be, like, so obscure. And that's unfortunate because I found a couple like that that are right. like, oh, man. But, like, I don't know if Jerry Ordway just did the cover. Right. Or if he did the interior because, like, there are no credits. And, like, it just had a signature on the cover. But also, like, it was clearly like an inexperienced Jerry Ordway. Like, I mean, oh, it yeah. Was bad art. Right. And Jerry Ordway's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I found one at this very show that we were just talking about um, in, the, in a dollar box. And it, and I was so excited about this book. It was called Drastic. Okay. But it was D R A S T I K. Of course. And it had like just a, a, a yellow cover. Well, was it an acronym for anything? <laughs> no, there was no dots. Okay. But there, it was like a yellow cover with no background and then this figure like not even centered in the cover and he had like a blue costume with a face mask with just the letter a a capital i on it and i was like oh this is ridiculous looking and i love it and i bought it and i flipped through it and it looked perfect but i when i got back to the table i realized the cover was drawn by gil kane oh okay and i was like how did that happen right because he had nothing to do with you know, okay. creating the character or drawing the book or anything. So they must have just paid him to do the cover. Right. And then they, like, I'm sure he was disappointed because, like, they didn't even center his artwork. It's like, it's like, right, right. like the, there's like three inches at the bottom of the cover where there's just nothing. And then the artwork's all, like, smushed up towards the top and it just looks weird. Huh. But so I was like, ah, fuck. So I just gave it to Brassfield. I mean, just the cover, though. Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. Right. I've got too, too many Cause, of them. Because, I mean, I think. Almost that would be, like, perfectly perfect because it's clearly some idiot who had way too much money <laughs> right? and was able to buy a Gil King commission and then it's like, I'm going to make a comic. Or he just paid Gil King to draw something for him at a convention right. and he just went home and slapped it on the cover of his comic. Exactly. Which that would be, I would probably review it if I thought it was that. Right. But, I, I think either way it works, right? Because because it's clearly someone who it just has the gall to do that, right? Yeah. I I don't know if, if maybe if I was in a shortage of of really, can, yeah, candidates, but I've got hundreds, there. yeah. So I'm like, it's it's cool, right? Plus, Brassfield was excited because he was like, "That looks awesome." <laughs> he was he was, was actually <laughs> no, there could have been. I didn't flip through the whole thing. <laughs> But yeah, so sorry. Uh, yeah, so that was my Gym City yeah. experience. Sounds like a fun time was had. Twas, twas. Yeah, and you you were there both days. I was. Yeah. Uh, uh, I uh, 
So, like, six months ago, I contacted uh, Jesse Noble, the, the guy who runs the thing, say, hey, I'd really like to get a table, and uh, they were sold out already. Nah. Six months ago. Wow. That's a long time. Yep. And so I was uh, very disappointed and upset. Uh, but my friend Bruce usually always has a table there, and, like, I kind of knew that he would let me share his table with him, uh, but, you know, I wanted my own. Uh, sure, Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, but Bruce, you know, uh, he usually likes to have somebody there with him to help him watch over the table, like when he, you know, goes to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, so even as of Thursday or Friday, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to hang out and I'll be there, but like, I'm not sure if I'm even going to do anything. Like, I would, you know, know if I wanted to bring anything to try to sell. He was like, yeah, bring something. Yeah. And he's like, I'm too tired to care right it was like because he was out of town on business up until friday night uh in texas so, oh man yeah not for his comics but no for, for real his, jump his real jump yeah. yeah uh and so uh so i was like all right yeah so i brought stuff and uh so yeah took up half his table and we were like like in the back corner of the uh, convention yeah i mean uh it's it's one of those things where like I've, I don't do a ton of conventions, but I do enough where it's like you know there can only be a certain point where you can blame the environment around you, and then you have to shift blame to the only common denominator to why you don't do well, hmm. and that's you. Oh. <laughs> Not me, you. Me personally? Me. No, 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 okay. me. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, you know, there was, like, you know, like at Heroes, I was like, well, we were in a corner where, like, there was no traffic whatsoever, like, in our area right. at all. Yeah. And then when people did, like, they would get, you know, dazzled by the cosplayers or, like, you know, oh, yeah. you know like, really bad template-faced art or pillows or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, and so here at Gem City, like where we were, you know, positioned the girl at the table next to me who knows Bruce, you know, they, they've sort of are associated through, through a common person. Uh, but she was selling hand crocheted Pokemon toys. Oh, I did see those. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saturday, uh, I did nothing. I made $9. Yeah. I'm not even sure how I made $9 because everything was priced five or 10. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got a deal. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, like I've counted like after buying lunch and paying for parking and all that, like, like I wound up with $9 more than oh, okay. what I had come in with. Right. Uh, and three dollars for a pop, you know, from the machine, right? Yeah, uh, because everybody would come up and they would see crocheted Pokemon, and that was it. Like, that's, that's all anybody bought, it's all anybody talked wow, about. So, those were moving. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Uh, so Sunday, she had sold out because everybody went batshit nuts on Saturday. Wow. And I made close to $200 Sunday. Wow. 
That's awesome. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, however, uh, like Saturday, he did fairly well. And uh, Sunday, he did not. Now, did you mostly sell your crocheted Pokemons, or what What did you sell? Oh, yeah. Like Saturday night, I came home, and I just... Crocheted uh, all night long? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yours all had erections. Though. Of course, that's true. That's true. You got to have a, my style. You got to have an. You got to have a niche. Yeah. <laughs> no, you so you sold a lot of prints. Uh, I sold a couple of prints, uh, all the same. The the super fiends. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, I sold uh quite a few pieces of original art. That's awesome. Uh, like like shitty ones. Really? Like ones that, like, I was, well, I don't know why that sold, but okay, whatever. Did you sell any sketch covers? Uh, no. No. Not okay. at all. Wow. Uh, but I had brought, I don't know, yeah, I don't think I've done this since uh, the last episode. Uh, so, free comic book day is coming up in about a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to be appearing at uh, Mavericks. I, I believe I am. Oh, yeah. I believe uh, you are. Yeah. Uh, we both believe. Yeah. And so, so last year when I did it, I did a bunch of sketches before the show to just give away to anybody that wanted one. And then I was doing sketches there at the, the, the event. Uh, so my idea this year was, uh, I'm do sketch cards because they're like a third of the size of the sketches I was doing last year. Right. And so you can get more done. I can get more done. Uh, they they go by quicker. Uh, so I'm planning on having at least a hundred sketch cards done before the show. That's great. Also, I've given myself like a month lead, whereas last year I think I started like two weeks before the the event. Right. Uh, so I brought my sketch cards to work on uh, at the show, and these are things that I am planning on giving away for free at Free Comic Book Day. And people kept seeing me draw them and kept asking to look at them, <laughs> and kept offering to buy them. <laughs> and I'm not an idiot. Right? So I sold some. Right. That's awesome. You weren't like, no, no, no. Sorry, these are free. Take your money and go buy some Pokemon plush for that. (laughs) So, yeah. So I sold sketch cards. That's awesome. That's really great, though. 200 bucks? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, a lot of that went away, you know, for bills and well, sure. And stuff like that. Right. Uh, but still, you know, yeah, I had, uh, I had a very successful Sunday. It was, it was very encouraging. That's great. Uh, it also encouraged me to... Uh, not sit next to the Pokemon people well, next time? Not like I had any power in that. It but but either, next time, you know, maybe... It was like... either sit next to her or sit next to a person whom I cannot stand as a human being. Yeah. Okay. Whose ass I kept seeing all weekend. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Because apparently he doesn't know about proper shirt sizes or belts. Well, <laughs> glad you had a successful time. Yeah. So then, uh, so uh, a couple of our friends showed up here and there. Uh, our, our, our mutual friend Jesse came by. Oh yeah. Uh, she, she came Saturday at like five oh five. Yeah. Right. When, Which the convention ended at five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But then she came back Sunday, and uh, she she was uh, dressed up both days. Uh, what was she Saturday? I remember Sunday she had like the cool eye makeup. And... Yes, uh, Saturday she I mean she wasn't like super dressed up, but she was wearing uh, uh, Totoro stockings. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, like, okay, high, high, yeah, you know, 
sexy stocking. All right. Things. I like stockings. They're they're cool. They are pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joji was on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, With his thigh high stockings on. But he had them under his pants like normal. Yeah. He always does. He's not wearing a, a short, short skirt like Jesse was. No. This is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Brasfield. Show us some games. <laughs> Brasfield or, or, or Joe G. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. You just want to see Brasfield's games, I do. Games I want to see I do want to see his legs. Too. He always wears pants. Yeah, even, that's true. Even in the summer. You know what? I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. He, he is a pale, not attractive man. Well, that's probably why. Because he doesn't... <laughs> Let us, I've got shorts on right now. Yeah, you do. Uh, this is not even summertime. No, it's like 50 degrees out. You know, it might snow Friday. That's what I heard on the news today. Seriously. I was, I was remembering last year at Gem City, uh, the Saturday when we left, uh, it, there was a blizzard that happened like after the show. And it was like, the it, first weekend of April. Yeah. yeah. That's so bizarre. Yep. Uh, it's Ohio. They should build a wall to get that snow right? on its own yeah. continent. Snowberg or wherever it's from. <laughs> Lock her up. Yeah. yeah. Snow, Mother Nature. Yeah. yeah. One of those snow cans over here. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't do much shopping because uh, Saturday I didn't have a lot of money. And, uh, and Sunday you were too busy making money. And Sunday I was too busy making money. But, like, I made enough that I was like, okay, I can afford to buy a thing or two. And I bought more than a thing or two. Yeah. Uh, particularly, uh, so, all day Saturday, Bruce kept talking about, what, Kyle Starks is here. I was like, I don't know who that is. And he was like, oh, he's, he's awesome. You know, like, he does stuff. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, ah, oh. like, he's the biggest name here. I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> Barry Kitson. Barry Kitson, yeah, the, sure. The draw. Uh, I did not know. Oh man, I saw one of his sketches. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, I'm sure he, he's a great artist. And he had a little watercolor palette, and he did like a watercolor background. Nice. Like he, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was awesome. Uh, our our uh, friend is a strong word, but uh, our our local legend pal uh, Kyle Hotz mm-hmm. was was uh, at the uh, at the show. Oh yeah, and uh, I talked to him more than a couple times. He is really good. Yes, he is. Yeah. We've reviewed his books on here, I believe. At uh, least at least one of them. Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I've bought everything that he's put out in the last 20 years, except for like his super religious stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've even apparently bought a uh, ambiguously gay uh, art portfolio that he did yeah, in the early right. 90s. Nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like I, I really enjoy his artwork. He's a super nice guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but my friend Bruce was, was talking about Kyle Starks the entire Saturday. And so Sunday morning, uh, he, he showed up was like, uh, before the show really got going. He was like, I'm going to go over to Kyle Starks and, and get his new book. I'm like, okay. So like, he went away. Like 10 minutes later, he comes back and he got this book. And it's called uh, Rock Mountain Rock. Rock Candy Mountain. Oh, that that's weird. That comes out this coming week from yes, from Diamond. Yeah, it's on our invoice. Uh, and so apparently they, they had a, just a short conversation because uh, because there are two versions of the cover to Rock Candy Mountain. Hmm. Uh, the other is a variant to celebrate the Image Comics 25th anniversary, uh, 
which uh, the, the the main cover has like the main character of the book, uh, like he's a hobo, and he's like sitting in front of a fire, and so the uh, image twenty fifth anniversary edition has uh, Bad Rock sitting in front of a fire. That's awesome. And the title is Bad Rock Candy Mountain. That's amazing. And so Bruce looked at both of them and uh, asked Mr. Starks, uh, which one of these should I buy? He's like, uh, buy the regular one. Don't buy the Bad Rock one. They forced me to do that. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I haven't seen any graphic novel-sized books with the, the image 25th anniversary variant. It's not a graphic novel. Oh, it's not? Okay, I thought it, I thought it was a thicker It, it is a regular old comic book. One, one of them, their floppies with staples in it? Yep, yep, yep. Well. As they should be. Uh, and so, so Bruce brought the book back uh, to the table, and I was looking through it, and I started reading it, and I laughed out loud at least twice. Yeah. Uh, particularly one particular panel in the middle of the book. Uh, which I'm not going to spoil because everybody should just go experience that for themselves. I, I read it. I read that panel. Yeah. It yeah. was pretty amazing. Uh-huh. Even completely out of context. Yep. I only read that panel. Yep. And I almost want to buy that book because of the one panel. Yeah. Well, you should because the book is great. Is it? Yeah. It, look, it looks good. Uh, Rock Candy Mountain by Kyle Starks. Uh, Chris Schweitzer colored it. It's coming out this upcoming Wednesday, so it'll be last Wednesday if you're listening to this now. What if they're listening to it later? It was months ago. What are you doing? Go and buy it. Uh, it Why have you waited so long? The first week of April from Image Comics. Yeah. And and uh, so later on in the day, I was like, well, you know what? That one panel in particular sold me entirely on this book. I'm going to go buy it. And I walked by his table four different times throughout the day, and he was never there. <laughs> wonder what he was doing. Was he playing the Pokemon tournament? When he finally was at his table, uh, because he was actually kind of like, right down the aisle from where you were sitting. Yeah, I could see his table. From... And so, like, I was like, if you see anybody sitting there, like, if, <laughs> even if it's just his handler watching the table, right. just let me know. And uh, so, like, you texted me, like, 20 minutes later, like, after I finally gave up. And uh, you're like, I think somebody's there. I'm like, okay. I ran over there. And, <laughs> and it was him. Uh, so I was like, yeah. Like, well, there were people in front of me, and they were talking a lot to him. Uh, but he's also a little bit of a talker as well. Ah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I came by here like four different times to try to like buy something from you and you're not here. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I decided, you know, if I had a good day, I was just going to walk around and you know, check stuff out and buy stuff. So apparently he had a good day. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's awesome. That's, yeah, but, totally. But, you but know? bring a friend. Right, exactly. Have a dude. Uh, put up a sign. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because not only would you possibly make more money, but you'd possibly gain some fans, too. Exactly. You know? And also, I mean, you know, anybody could have stolen anything off his table. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. I saw people leave their tables for a long time, and there's, like, hundreds of dollars worth of, like, nice pens and stuff right, just yeah. chilling there. I'm like, yeah. what is, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, you know, when I'm at my table, and I've got, like, a bunch of junk out, you know, like, a, if somebody came by and wanted to buy my trail mix, I would sell it to them. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, I'm also not going to leave it unattended if I have to run to the bathroom right. or whatever, you know, or, or try to buy a comic book four different times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kyle Starks, uh, like, you know, like I said, Bruce kept talking about him the whole time, and I was just like, okay, I don't know who this guy is, whatever, you know. Uh, it turns out I had met him. I met him at uh, Heroes Con last year. 
Uh, he sat next to uh, Chris Schweitzer, who I did talk to last year quite a bit. Uh, they're apparently really good buddies. Uh, Chris Schweitzer, colored rock candy, uh, rock yeah. candy mountain. Um, you mean bad rock candy mountain? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, That's the one I'm buying. So when I walked by his table, I uh, saw two things. It was like, oh, I've heard of Kyle Starks before. Uh, one, uh, there's a graphic novel from Image called Sex Castle that came out a few years ago. Okay. I have heard a lot of good things about Sex Castle. Yeah. Uh, there was another graphic novel that I believe he kickstarted called Kill Them All, which I had also heard good things about. He is also the writer of the Rick and Morty monthly comic. Oh, okay. Huh. So that's got to be some money. Sure. He's doing all right. Yeah. Actually, he did tell me how much he gets paid to but write Rick and Morty. Is it more than minimum wage? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to do math to figure oh. that out. But, all right. Uh, I mean... Sounded like a good deal to me. Yeah. You know, what sure. do I know? Because yeah. uh, for some reason, he and I wound up talking shop for a second or two. That's interesting. Or 20 minutes. <laughs> or you say he likes to talk. He does. Yeah. Uh, super nice guy. Uh, but like I said, I saw Sex Castle and Killed Them All. And I definitely wanted uh, Rock Candy Mountain. And I told him. I was like, oh, like, I'm really interested in all these things. Any kind of deal you can give me? Right? Yeah, a little barter. He's like, ah, really can't. Because Rock Candy Mountain and Sex Castle are both from Image, and he doesn't really have much say on what he can sell those. Oh, uh, right, right. In <clears throat> uh, Rock Candy Mountain, I get, you know, it's $4. It's not even out yet. So right. Cover price, so, yeah. so it's, that's yeah. not Yeah, it's not much. Uh, yeah, he's got to make a little money, sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and uh, kill them all, which uh, you know is his own self-published thing. He, he already had marked down. Oh, okay. Like, this is as low as I can go on that book. Right. And so, like everything that I wanted to buy was like thirty dollars total. He's like, I mean, you asked nicely. You seem like a nice dude. You're patient. It's not much, but twenty-eight dollars. I was like, all right, yeah. yeah. It's fine. You hey, know. you can buy you another soda. Sure, yeah. Well, barely. Yeah, well, yeah. If I had spare change after yeah. that. Uh, so, like, he's, he's like, all right, I'm going to draw on all these. So, like, he draws, like, little sketches on all the covers and signs them. That's awesome. And then he's like, Kill Them All is a Kickstarter book, so I'm going to give you all the free Kickstarter shit that I gave to everybody else. And I'm like, okay. So he just starts, like, grabbing, like, flyers and stickers and temporary <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> and he pulls out, like, a postcard. He's like, Erica Henderson drew this one. I'm like, awesome. Nice. And, yeah. And, uh, because apparently they're best friends. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. She draws Squirrel Girl. Yeah, she does. Uh, and so, like, he's like, getting everything together, and he's like, so 28? And I was like, you know what? You just gave me a ton of free shit, so, you know, I'm just going to give you 30. Yeah. And he's like, awesome, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's $2. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like yeah. you said, you can't even buy a pop for that. So exactly. It's, it's now become nothing. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, good experience there. And, Seriously, cannot recommend Rock Candy Mountain enough. Maybe I'll check it out if we if we have more than like two copies. Some of the image books that we get for some reason we only get a couple of number ones. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, uh, it's too bad because uh, I know he said he's hoping to make it to issue eight at least. Oh yeah, he said at this point they're up to issue five and it's kind of iffy. Oh, so, as far as like like sales, pre sales, and all. Oh that. well, yeah. okay. I guess I guess yeah. Number two and three might have been ordered already. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Rock Candy Mountain. 
Definitely check that out. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, if there's nothing else to buy. I don't think there are... Oh, the Squirrel Girl t-shirt comes out this week that I ordered. So that might be what I'm buying this week. Mm -hmm. I've got a budget. You can can say that. Uh, You have t-shirts. You're wearing one right now. Look at this. This is is like a 1980s (laughs) Batman t-shirt. I I clearly need to. So you should be prideful of your youthful figure. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well... I mean, I bought this one like five years ago. Well, yeah, so. I did have one. Of, I have this Joker shirt with Brian Bolin artwork on it. And I, I actually. Had that same shirt in the uh, sixth grade. I, I did too. And I have a photo of me wearing it. And I want to recreate that photo now <laughs> with this. And I think that would be hilarious. But. Yeah. So, so uh, something not Gem City related. Oh. I did read another comic book other than Rock came out. Oh, that uh, it's not officially out, mm. but uh, I was just uh, given a digital copy of it today uh, because I supported the Kickstarter for it. Oh, and uh, I have to say that I highly recommend it. That when it officially does become available to 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 the normies to oh. read. Oh. Uh, Rorg of the Blood Swamp. Really? Yeah. By Mr. P.B. Kane? By Pat Kane. Our, our, uh, for, for a long time, our only listener and, and frequent guest. Yeah. Pat Kane. Wow. So I haven't got mine yet. I kickstarted it as well. Uh, did, uh, did you check your email today? No, I did not. Okay. Because it came through via email. Oh, okay. Saying, hey, this is available to download. Yeah, okay. So I, I did so. I read it uh, before you came over today. It's good. It's great. Awesome. It's just dumb and fun and just super over the top. Uh, I mean, oh, that's cool. Admittedly, it, it does only take like ten minutes to read, but right. like it's still it's 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 great. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad it is. Yeah. Uh, and then it's not entirely done. Like the, there's no cover to it yet. And, mm. Sure, there's like extra stuff in the printed edition, which we'll get eventually. But, yeah, but yeah. Uh, as far as just a quickie digital read, it's, it's yeah, cannot recommend it enough. I might, I'll, I'll check it out. I, I usually like if I know there's a print version coming, right. especially one that's going to be delivered to my house for free, right? Yeah. I, I mean, not for free, but at this point, I don't have to pay for it, right? Um, I kind of do just want to wait on the printed one, yeah, but, that's fine, but maybe I'll check it out, but know. but you know, like I'm saying, you know. Because because uh, right now only Kickstarter backers can read it, mm-hmm. uh, but but uh, when or if well, I mean I'm hoping he eventually makes it available like to, to just, the masses. Just just right right yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah, he's he's very talented. Yeah, very talented young man. I miss him. I do as well. We hadn't seen him in forever anyway, and, mm-hmm. and now he's gone forever on the other side of the country. Yep. Yep. Just like our Joji will be soon. Yep, they're all moving away. All of our spring, our little youngins. Yep, our babies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, speaking of comics, yes. um, I no longer want to read them. Okay, that's I, good. I only want to review uh, dances from now on. That's fine. So we'll both try a dance. Sure. And we'll dance it yeah. and see what we think about it. I, this sounds perfectly normal, perfectly logical. Is, I'm behind this. Yeah. Um, no, okay. I changed my mind again. Uh, oh, you can stop doing this to me. <laughs> um, 
Well, yeah, I, p- I picked out a comic that we should read. Okay. And I'm so tired of <laughs> of you only picking these stupid independent comics when when Marvel and DC still exist. Um, and it's been a while since we've done that Marvel or DC book. So. Yeah, yeah, I feel like good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I think we should read Sugar and Spike metaphysical metahuman investigations. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know what that is? Not a fucking clue. Okay. What? <laughs> the hell is this? It's a DC comic. Sugar and Spike, Metahuman Investigations. I've never heard of this. Really? No. Uh, I mean, uh, I know Sugar and Spike. Uh-huh. Like an old, like Sheldon Moldoff, was that? I believe yeah. so. It's like the cartoony thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is the version that appeared. Is it a New 52 version of Sugar and Spike? It's a Keith Giffen version of okay. Sugar and Spike. <laughs> That's all you had to say. Yeah, right? Jeez. <laughs> all right. Did he draw it? He did not draw it. Uh, someone named... Actually, it's still on my phone, because I looked up to get the exact title, which right. I wasn't quite... Uh, it's Bilquis Evely. Oh, okay. Drew, I know Drew. who she is. Okay. She's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's okay. those, those two. Wow. All right. Um, yeah. Seriously, was this a book that came it, out? It was. Uh, it was actually one of three stories in the anthology Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, like, okay. came, came out like a year ago. Yeah, like and, I knew that that was happening. But I thought that was with the characters that are on that show. On the show. Yeah, I guess this was one of the stories in there, and they collected into a graphic novel. And I bought the graphic novel. Okay. Uh, or trade paperback. Right. I guess is the word. Whatever. <laughs> huh. Because. They're not on that show. Right? I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> I, I watch every week. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, I've forgotten most of it, you know, pretty much the minute that it happened, so maybe they were on that show. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they, like, guest appeared or something? I could, could have happened. If one person would know, it would be our friend Joe. We should ask him. We should ask him. Yeah. There. Yeah. All right. Sugar and Spike met a human investigation. Yeah. Keith Giffen. Liquid Beverly. Whoever knows how to say that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll maybe figure that out by next yeah, time. Probably not. No. no. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. All right. And I have a copy. All right. So awesome. I can loan it around. Excellent. Yeah. It's, it's going to be necessary. Yes. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> awesome. All I'm right. glad you didn't know that existed. That's, no, that's yeah. exciting. All right. So. Cool. Well, tune in uh, next time then. Heck yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Gutter Trash.